This is Lil. And this is Tam. And we're the Barely Barely Bougie Bougie Mamas. Mamas. I didn't even watch the debates. None of them? None of them. I, well, first I was camping. Okay. So it was, I, like in the peripheral, I saw that they were going on, but I, listen, it's too many motherfuckers. Talk to me when it's like five of them. Then I'll have a conversation about who's who and who's worth it. I feel that. I feel that because when we were out of town, I think they had a debate. They had a debate. There's been a few and I, it is so many people that it's difficult not difficult. It's not as enjoyable to just watch the whole whole 22 debate, of them. Right? Yeah. Because some people are just whack and you just are boring. But then, I don't know. But did you see the one um, lady that... Um, Kristen Gillibrand? Mm, is that the one that's... Love is the answer. Oh, no. No, I know who you're talking about, but no. I don't remember her name. It's, I think it's Michelle Williams. No, that's... No. That's not her name. That's not her name. That's Michelle Williams. <laughs> Michelle Williams. Um, what is her name? Something Williams. Williamson. Williamson. Something Williamson. But I think she's funny. She brings me some joy watching her speak and hearing her talk because she just stay on her hippie vibe. She is not Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson. She told him. She told him. She was like, she's like, and you, Mr. Trump, love. Love is the answer, or something like that. And Girl, it, go take weed and go sit down. Go take weed. Take weed. You don't smoke take weed. weed. Smoke weed. Oh my god! I know god. you smoke weed, smart Alec. <laughs> we ain't not including this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna edit it out before it's published because you too chicken to publish. <laughs> I am too chicken to publish. I know. <laughs> I started having a panic attack when it got time to really publish. <laughs> He's like, this is done. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> publish that shit. I'm going to publish it and it's going to be in there that you think that people can take weed. <laughs> My ghetto IQ is not very high. <laughs> I know. Today, let's talk about, are we raising our kids to be white? So, you know, I'm definitely not raising my kids to be white. <laughs> you definitely are. Oh, my God. Have you, have you listened to your child? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, well, then first I just want to take, um, what is that called? I want to take issue with it being called white because my kids don't act white. They don't think they're white. None of that stuff. They know that they're black. They know that they're African. They just happen to be around a gang of white kids for the first, shit, six years of their schooling, six to ten years of their schooling or whatever, or their life. But it was it's a balance. It's weird because it's a balance. They were at this school with a lot of, non-black kids because not even just white kids yeah a lot of a lot of non-black children and i don't know he just 
my oldest, he just gravitated more to the non-black kids. The non-black kids. Yeah. So. <clears throat> you got so man. Fuck you. <laughs> do a little history here okay so i grew up in south central like down the street from florence and normandy where the riots started Mm -hmm. that those were my church was down the street from that those are my stomping grounds right Mm -hmm. so i was accused often and regularly of being of acting white because you know that that's a that's a common um jones on somebody in the ghetto why yeah, you always acting white? I got Valley Girl. Right. I was a Valley Girl. <clears throat> and again, there there is some there are in the ghetto there are some negative connotations to acting white. However, those negative connotations are about positive things. Right? Like yeah. I was smart. I I um I was articulate. Right? So mm-hmm. And I spoke properly because my mother wouldn't have it any other way. Now, I say that, but I still speak, like right now, I am not speaking properly. But I can drop it and pick it up as I please. Okay. So, yeah, when somebody's... So you're making your kids be um, code switchers? No, my kids are not at all code switchers. I am absolutely a code switcher and they are not at all code switchers. They just white. They are just... Proper English. <laughs> I know. I mean, I like, know. I used to, like, I purposely didn't listen to hip hop. When? Like, growing up. Oh, God. Well, first, it was because, hello, I was living NWA's life. Uh-huh. I knew people who got shot, and it was not a glorification of the, of the fact. That is not something to sing and dance on. Okay. That I was severely traumatized by that shit. So, and I didn't need to hear it again. And again and again. To your beat. Fuck you, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> so I needed to hear that was my escape, right? I needed to hear the poppy happy, you know, Michael George Michaels and, and that kind oh, of Oh, so you was just out, so you was just out here being white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing I'm just <laughs> triggered I- <laughs> okay i'm just playing. i'm just playing i'm just playing <laughs> so i say all that to say that now that it comes to my children um i don't want them to be to act white or act black i want them to act like themselves mm-hmm. so what i've got is a bunch of weird kids and i'm okay with that you know like they have very eclectic tastes and I don't feel like they have to. Like, I I want them to be themselves. I want them to be a whole person in this society. Mm-hmm. And to be that person, you don't have to like everything that's black. We are not a monolith. I don't even know what monolith means. I know mono is one, so I just figured that that's what one. Yeah, we are not a, a whole. Okay, that's, monolith. Yeah, it's just when you talk about bigger things. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I guess I don't. I, I guess it's the same. Like, 
my son so so I have a cousin I was writing my cousin a letter and he's like how are the kids and so I wrote him I was like they're cool they're kind of nerds and my son read it over my shoulder he was like no we're not (laughs) (laughs) but then I think about times that they had like jokes with each other and they'll have grammar jokes right which is nerdy which, which is, is not which, which is not black it's not considered black in the framework that it was given to us when we were younger right so the question is do you do the children feel deficient or is it our baggage that we're bringing to this whole thing totally our own baggage and that's why I had to stop um I mean I do have I'm listen I have some very probably bigoted racist fucked up parts of myself (laughs) right and I have chosen to not put it all on my kids but there's some of it that they still have so like all of these kids that are not black that they play with is fine. But I say stuff like, we got to get you to a school with some more black girls so that if you want to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, they'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> that is n- just not three. <laughs> that is just not three. You can't be like, okay, so is it uh, JoJo or is it... Uh, Halo or is it or what's the other one? Esther. Esther, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think it's totally ours. He, you know, actually, at some point when Agala, my ten-year-old, he got a little older, and he was able to kind of like really see that I had issue with it. Right. I didn't want to go to his friends' houses. Right, because you didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't grow up like that. Well, sorry, we're talking specifically about white friends. The the middle class, upper middle upper ah, mid- they weren't they not I'm not even gonna call them upper middle class. I don't the, know their classes. But the the white friends at the school, the yeah. white friends that he had made at the time, um, were just not my normal style. Right, I guess of of folks. Right, no matter the ethnicity, they just weren't my normal style of folks. But I'm usually cool in a, in a Latino house. You know, I don't care. Mexican, uh, Spanish, fucking well, Puerto Rican. they're close enough Belizean. to us. I'm from La Puente. So there's just a different aspect where I can just be okay with that part. But his white friends, I just wasn't. I just wasn't. Then we had, and then there was, there was like bullshit where he would, we would go somewhere and their house would be huge. Right. And then we'd have to have conversations about it. Right. But then fast forward, this same child whose house that we went to who had this beautiful, large house, right? Yeah, I've been there. And it's awesome. Fast forward, like, four months or six months later, this kid also came to our house mm-hmm. in um, in L.A. Mom came, like, it was cool. Right. But fast forward into the school year, and they're going back and forth, you know. Having a little spat. Rag, you know, what is it called? Ragging at each other. Like, you know. Bagging bag, Not even really bagging. Because it's like, not the same thing. Yeah, because yeah. they're like shooting, they're digging. But the digs are weak. The digs are weak. They're not really cutting nothing. Right. And then um, something, uh, God, my son said something about, oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't hear you because I don't speak broke. You right. know, like, ah, huh. I'm so hype. 
Right. And the little boy hit him back with, come on, I've seen your house and you've seen mine. And there was a silence over the room because that's the part. That's where, where there's a little switch where it can turn from being ha-ha, we're joking, to now this is really true. Well, and the... Or how the person takes it or how he took it. How I took it. I don't even know if he took it wrong, but he came back and told me about it. I didn't like that shit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I've had similar issues with the amount of black kids in my girls' class. But all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main reasons why I did public school was like, because I want my girls to not be the only black kid. <laughs> but, then, but then I turned around and put them in a public school that had a specialized program. Mm-hmm. And so, again, they were the only black kid in their class. Not in the school, but in, in their, their class. class. Yeah. Um, well, not the only, but a minority. But they're, they're, it was few. Yeah, it Very was few. few. And they didn't have any black teachers. So they didn't have any black teachers. So it was a very isolating experience for them. In kindergarten, I was making these little um, paper dolls for the girls to play with. And I bought a pack of paper that was hues of brown. Mm -hmm. And I did not take the tan brown one out. I took every other brown out from dark (laughs) to paper bag. But I didn't take the tan one out. And my um, 10-year-old, JoJo, she was like, at the time, she was like five. And she's like, but I want this color. And I was like, no. See, this one matches your color. So you can have this one. And we had a huge argument about it. Because mm. she wanted another one. And when I told her teacher about it, um, her Hispanic teacher about it, she was like, well, what if she wants to role play with one of her, uh, one of her other friends? And I was like, well, she got some black friends that she could role play about. She- <laughs> <laughs> we just not doing white dolls up in this place see I didn't have that I like I did um, black dolls for the first like year mm-hmm. all of the dolls were black but my baby is very light skinned right and she has red hair right so I moved over to Latino dolls right Latina dolls with some colored hair but it's only Latino because the box says it Ultimately, it's just a different uh, shade. Right, right. You know? And we come in all different shades. Yeah. So and I was problem? trying to not get her obsessed with chocolate women like I was. Like, I was the stereotypical light-skinned girl that just needed to be blacker because I was so light. You are overcompensating. In my head, I was like, yeah. I'm so light, I gotta be blacker. But it was never really that deep. But you feel like it is, and so... I think my whole goal in life is just not to fuck up my kids the same way that I was fucked fucked up. up. Fuck them up in a little different way. Right. A little different. Right. A little different way. Because that's the other thing, right? (laughs) With some of the the issues and challenges that they are facing, specifically in their schools where predominantly white institutions, I have no idea how to deal with. Like, my kids don't know how to say nigga. They don't know what nigga means. Nigga, please. They have no idea when to say it, how to say it. I did a blanket. Nigga is bad. If anybody says nigga to you, there's a problem. Still right now, and they're this age? Well, it hasn't come up again. Nobody's called them nigga nowhere? Well, no, 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 no. They did when they were little. No, I mean, now at this age, has anybody said it to them? No. 
No. Because all their little friends are Hispanic and white. What? It's because you got girls. This is a, this is a girl thing. Just because I want to tell you that my 10-year-old and his third grade friends, who at the time consisted of maybe one other black kid. No, they were like three or four of them. Was it three or four? They might, maybe biracial, but whatever. It was a, a, a heap of multiracial boys, right? Uh-huh. And they was all. Shut up, my nigga. Shut up, niggas. Niggas over there. It's all these niggas here. Niggas, niggas. Just no, that, that was the after school program. It's still at the school? But it was the after school program that had more African American kids in it, had more black kids in it. No. And, and was think, that was the only place you I ever I think that saw- right now you're using your own assumption. I am talking about in his third grade classroom where he said, nigga, in the class to the other kid, and the teacher called me. This is not outside nowhere. No, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Yeah, okay. But I'm saying he learned how to do that in the after-school program. I think that you're wrong. Um, he learned how to say nigga at his house. Well, yeah. And okay. the, and was comfortable doing it at school in the after-school program. And then it... I think you got beef with the after-school program. This I do. This is more poverty shaming. I do. Yeah, no, so. I have my own problems with after-school program. <laughs> but no, when I say after-school program... I kind of regret not putting my kids in the after school program. To have them more, uh, be able to be more mixed. Yeah. Inter- integrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that, I think so, cause Samaya well, because Samaya definitely like, got to pick other kids to play with. Once she got to the after school program, she wasn't isolated to just those kids in her specialized program. Right. Because I think that, you know, they had the, the cheer and the dance, which. You know, them little girls shake their ass, and I have an issue with the little girls shaking their ass, but they learn how to, you can be five and not know how to shake your ass. You can't be 20 and not know how to shake your ass. There's a balance. There's a balance. (laughs) And when does one learn? Exactly. Exactly. When do you teach the twerk? (laughs) Because it's a problem when you're 15 and you don't know how to twerk. 15? Yeah, well... I, mean, I don't know. Don't well, get I would, started. I don't, I don't know. I would think that it would be an issue at that point because you don't have, you don't know, you don't have space to learn. Oh, yeah. Now your friends teach you everything by the seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, um, I don't know. So in regards to this, um, the only black kids and stuff in the activities, it was really only in the classroom. I made, I make much effort for my children to be around other black kids. I make a lot of effort towards it. I make effort towards them being around other African kids or kids that are African and something else Mm -hmm. so that you know that you're kind of just not just whatever you're not just this like you're so much more like there's so many different styles of black folks right black families black friends black neighborhoods there's so many different types of africans african families african friends african food so i do a lot of that and i'll drive see so what i do we go to a black church and that is their everyday like see successful black people like see other types of black people because not everybody is successful Mm -hmm. at church but and to see families in their everyday life Mm -hmm. um we do a black girl scouts troop um 
I do not do it. Like, I know I've seen you, you like go to museums and, and that kind of stuff. We don't, we do that. We dabble in that a little bit, but we also end up at like, not the white museums, but we, we don't, I don't go seek out African-American exhibits, black exhibits and stuff like that. I go to seek out like cool exhibits. Oh, if see? they happen to and be. And that's my uh, problem. Yeah. Is that I seek out. And that's not even a problem. I think it comes from what I was talking about earlier with the not with feeling less than in my blackness. I have the ability to search out the black shit. Right. And I, it's important, but it's it's just I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're like, it's uh, oh, you mean you don't have a list? No, this is the one thing I do not have a list on. Ah, <laughs> this I, is where I am floundering. So <laughs> oh, I hate you. Why? Floundering. <laughs> That's a real word. I know it is. I know it is. I'm just like, come on. Every episode. <laughs> Listen. I learned these fucking words for the SAT. And I ain't had a chance to use them again. And I use them. <laughs> but so. So. But also. I don't want them to feel like they have to, like, like we, why do we have to go to the African American Museum? We can go to the museum and we can go to the African American Museum when they have a good exhibit. We can go to the Norton Simon Museum when they have a good exhibit. We can go to the Getty when they have a good exhibit. But here's the thing is, um, the, I don't know, it is not, may not be on the list. But it's about, from okay, I'll say this. For me, it's about encouraging my children to actively seek out the ability to support black shit. Mm-hmm. They got to know that. that. Listen, I ain't have much money. Right. right. Always. <laughs> right? As a constant. As, as a constant. <laughs> like, not like much money, but like I'm always looking for a deal or a budget. Right, right. But so imagine me. Looking for school shoes, but deciding that I wanted to buy from a black-owned shoe store. Right. I wanted black-owned shoes. But I didn't want to spend $300. So, I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching. And that's why I have more than one pair of shoes from this black-owned company. Because I just bought all the ones that were on sale. Because they were $10. And I spent like $40, $50. And got a bunch of different sizes of these shoes. Now, the dumb part of it is only one pair of the shoes fit any of my kids. And so then I had these other shoes <laughs> that, like, I didn't know what to do with. <laughs> and I gave one away. And, like, now I have one pair that I was going to bring for your daughters. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. But that's really what it is. It's about making sure the kids. I mean, so, okay. Here, this, this, here's how I'll show you. A girl starting a new school, right? Mm-hmm. And I said... Don't be in a class with another black kid and don't say hello. Right. I told him. And those are conversations that I need to have with my girls. Because mm-hmm. I know that. But my mother never had that conversation with me. Because you, you grew up in L.A. You grew up, there was a bunch of black kids. Right. You, you, you seen, and so it wasn't like you were just saying what's up because it was a black kid. You were saying what's up to like kids that were similar to you. It was different. Right. Mm. 
So, but I mean, like, even now as an adult, when I walk into a situation and there's only one other black girl, I'm or black person, I make sure to go over and at least acknowledge and say hi, how you doing? Um, yeah. But I don't know if my girls can do that. No, they may not think it's important. Right. And so I told Agala to do that. Like, I told him. I said, and if you find out there are other African kids at the school. You need to be. You just make sure that you say, what's up? I'm not telling you that all your friends have to be be the black kids. I'm not saying that you even have to. I don't care if you go over here and you still end up kicking it with the white kids because they are more into what you're into. Right. You better make sure that those black kids still know who you are. Right. And you still can give them dap. You still say what's up because... Do kids give dap? Yes. Go ahead. The boys do. The boys do, totally do. They have little fucking handshakes like little <laughs> men. It's hilarious. And this is all ethnicities, just fucking 10 and 11 year olds. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> but I, I'm, I was like, just do that. Now, I'm probably overkill. Like, Samaya. I told my daughter. Yeah. She was like, why are we going to a new school? I said, so you can have some more black friends. And you sure you're going to have more black friends at this new school? Fuck. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But, like, I was just sick of my daughter being the only one in there with kinky hair. Right. So, like, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, it's, it's, it's the little things. For my daughter, it was the hair shit. Because she just wants... It's just nah. It was. Yeah. It's so I want her to be around more black kids, what, just for like an ex, uh, uh, an overall experience. My my also my thought on that is as well as children, I want them to see adults and um, adults at their school in leadership in leadership positions that are not service positions, not the janitor, not the the lunch lady, but a teacher. A principal. Yeah. There's an assistant principal at this school that's black. Oh, see? She's plus size and black. See? Come on. Come with Come it. Come on, auntie. Hey, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next thing is, is being ghetto the same as being black? Well, let's talk. Okay, okay let's define ghetto. See, that's what I was going to say. Like, because, so there's, I mean, I don't even know if we need to define it. I think that we are clear that the stereotype of what being black was when we were growing up it's was a, needs to was completely negative. Right. Needs right? to evolve. Evolve, right? It has evolved. It has evolved. Because I don't think anybody would question my blackness now. Right. I still speak, you know, fairly proper valley. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I still like and I still um and I was like, I don't know, and like I still do all the stuff. Um and that was my biggest thing on my family was never the music. It wasn't the music. It was the... It was the, just the voice. The voice. <laughs> it was just the voice. Um, so I think that... I don't know what it means now. And that's why I'm saying I think that maybe it's just us. So then... If it's just us... So say it is. Say it is just right. us, right? Are we doing too much? Are we doing too much? Am I doing too much? Are we doing too much? Listen, I think this is one of the issues of parenting, right? No, whether it's this thing where are our kids being, are we raising our kids black enough? Are we raising our kids, you know, with enough education? The Latinos are probably worried about if I'm raising my kid 
to be Latino enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that it's a, a it's a blanket parenting issue to second to guess question, yourself yeah. and to question yourself. Yeah. Um. I think you have to get comfortable with you, with what you're doing. Period. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, because it's all a risk. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's really all a risk. I mean, you know, I'm banking on them going to the HBCU to learn their culture. (laughs) (laughs) You was like, it worked for me. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. See, no. Yeah. I don't know. My kids are going to be overly black. They're going to be just so black. Like, just, it's too black. Like, just. Well, I was thinking about reading. I I was thinking about reading before when Columbus. What is it called? Oh, they came before they came before Columbus. They came before Columbus. I was thinking about reading that out loud to them as a family. Why? That's like that's extra. Like that's doing a lot, right? But isn't that like a big jump? Like from we don't really talk about. black or race issues y'all don't no 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 we talk about race issues okay but i don't actively seek out cultural ooh. black things oh 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 do you think it has the fact to do with that you're not an african-american like probably by the, by the the stint of it probably and your kids like my kids are not african-american your kids are not african-american like, i mean uh, i hear you so when we say that in a global sense, folks be like, African-American, that just means black folks that live in America, right? Right. But in this particular case, my children are half descendant of uh, enslaved African and half descendant of free, free African. African. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but listen, okay. Whether he is six foot tall or he's five seven, right? <laughs> Regardless of his height. He's still going to be... A target. A target. So, the reason I think I became so passionate about it was really that. It was like, yo, there's little kids being shot. Right. Just for being black. So, I got to teach you how these motherfuckers... And I I don't, you know, I don't normally cuss hard like this. (laughs) Right? To your kids? No, like, just, like, just... Whenever I talk about that, I get pissed because right. it's either like, do I not tell him that motherfuckers is out here shooting down black shooting down black kids and looking at him like, yeah, You're like next. oh you could get it, yeah, or I'm not sure about you because he's eight. I don't tell him that. Right. No. No. You gotta tell him. Now. I gotta tell him now. I gotta tell him at seven. I, you know what it is, I and mean, we're gonna have to end after this. <laughs> This gonna be the end. This gonna be the end. <laughs> you about to drop the I'm mic? I'm about to drop the mic on you know it, You know it don't count if you tell me ahead of time. I know, I know. <laughs> no, no. But no, it's not a drop the mic thing. But I think I even told you about this story. We were at Soup Plantation. Agala was three. And I was there with a girlfriend that we were just meeting for lunch. And Agala's three. And you know how I am with my kids. So he was just chilling next to me and over by the window looking out. He was in my area. He wasn't running off. It was her and I there, and we're in the line, right? Mm-hmm. And there's another little girl about his same height and age, and they're both looking out the window. And they're looking out the window. She has something. She dropped it. Something happened. 
and Agala is like, either way, Agala is not involved in whatever this kid does. Right. But the kid drops something, then starts crying, and her dad picks her up and says, what did he do to you? Wow. And Agala's three. Right. And he literally did nothing. Yeah. I was watching him the whole time. Yeah. So I picked up my kid because I'm not going to engage with this man because right. he's not talking to me. Right. He said to his daughter, what did he do to you? Mm-hmm. And she said something in baby language. Right. And he didn't say nothing to me. And I was pissed about it because this is how you're teaching little girls, little white girls. Little children, little Hispanic little girls, little Hispanic girls, little black boys, little black boys that they can be blamed by for something, or that you can always blame it on him, or that nothing that you you couldn't have been doing anything, right? It if, had to be him. If, the, if, he if was we're there, in the vicinity, then it's it's our, right. You can blame because us. the question should have been, what happened? Right? Are you okay? Right? You don't snatch up your kid and say, what did he do? So. That was when he was three. So from then on. You've been on a rampage. Not a rampage. But I have you've been, been on, on a mission. I've been on a clear mission. Yeah. That these niggas ain't out here for your benefit. At all. At all. Yeah. So don't think about it. So even when they think, even when they helping you, it's you not. pay attention. Yeah. You pay attention. Yeah. You got to know. And. What's fucked up about it, because it's the only thing that takes me out of my... Happy place. Of my joy. You know what I mean? Because I stay in my joy. I stay finding the love. I stay looking for the silver lining. But this is the only thing that I cannot figure out how to to scope for my kids to be able to see a silver lining in it. Because it ain't nothing. I feel as fuck. I don't do white people like that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the other thing, right? Like, my kids go to YouTube and they they don't seek out, like, black culture. They seek out all these, like, oh, why you bring up that shit? Why you bring up that? Why you bring up that? (laughs) The one time that my daughter tried to look at some, um, some, like, not the little white girl's YouTube video that's like, right. hi, I'm Kayla, and this is me doing a backbend. Oh, I'm going to make slime. I'm Lisa. Right, right. Whatever. She went to this other little girl. I thought the little girl was cute. Her name was Cece. Mm-hmm. But Cece's YouTube page is just Cece being ghetto. <laughs> and so it's fucked up. And so in being ghetto, this time I mean um, inappropriate, inappropriately. I, just like uh I don't know what I mean by ghetto if I have to describe it. Well, now, I'm gonna look, I'm looking up CC right now. CCTV? Well, that's where my daughter learned how to snap her fingers and um, get in somebody's face like she's trying to check somebody. Like, uh-uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> so, like, CC, she's funny, though. Like, eventually, she's probably going to be a really great comedian right. as an adult. But as an eight-year-old, she is just all of the sass. Wow. Okay, I can't find her. And then the other little black kids that she was watching, they were like, this is no shade to any of my listeners. They were like homeschool, like, kids. Black kids. Homeschool black kids? Oh, so it was very... Oh, you (laughs) talk... Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) 
So they were very conservative Christian. Something, yeah. yeah like, yeah. they were the Onyx kids. The daughters all had sister locks. Yeah. The hell with you. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, but I'm going to let it be. Well, because they need to like what they like. They need to like what they like. And I don't, I don't subscribe to the idea that we have to create children who have to like XYZ to be considered black. Nobody nobody is going to care when they get out in the world. Nobody's going to care that they didn't they don't know who Charlemagne is and they don't know who I don't know. See, Who's I Charlemagne. The, 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 the radio host, the radio. He's nobody. Well, Shade. I, but whatever. But I, I, I feel you. I feel I, you. That's all I know. That's okay. the only person. I that's know. the that's the most that's the most relevant irrelevant name that you can come up with. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm trying to think because oh oh okay no I don't even want to say Cardi B. What's the what's the fool that is with the Kardashian? Not Kanye. The uh, the younger one. Trex Trey Trey. Whatever. But, so I challenge you to say that that's not black. That's not being black. Right. Knowing who those people are or giving a fuck about any of that pop culture stuff. I agree. Yeah, that's not black. I I absolutely agree. What is black is knowing how to double dutch. And knowing how to play spades. That's not true. Spades, yes. Double dutch is debatable. Double dutch is debatable. Double Dutch is debatable. Do you, know how, do you know how to jump? I dutch? don't particularly know how to jump in the double dutch, but I can turn. Because <laughs> I'm from the valley. I am not from Los Angeles. I am not. So, like, that's the thing. Like, as black as I think I am, right? You miss some stuff. Well, sort of, yeah, because I did not grow up around black people. I didn't live right. in a black neighborhood. I had black cousins, but I was one of the older ones of the cousins. So, they wasn't teaching me shit. Like, right. that's not right. how it was going down. So, I learned how to turn. When did you learn how to play spades? Oh, man. Since the beginning of time. <laughs> six months ago. You learned how to play spades six months ago. What about Jen? Jen Remy. Zero months ago. Oh, Bidwiz? I don't even know what that is. See, these are... We won't have to have a whole nother conversation about... Well, but about because these are things. So I really, 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 really feel like this has to do with descendants of enslaved Africans. Right. And non. Right. And foreign born. Africans. And foreign born. No, just and then Africans from somewhere else. Right. That were that are not that are not carrying around the slave blood. No, 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 no. My mother was a slave. Not her. Oh, Haitian. No. There was a golden triangle. It stopped in the Caribbean and in um, Latin America. And then it came up here to the U.S. So that she is a descendant of slaves. But not American slaves. Not enslaved Americans. Right. Not in, yeah. So, yeah, it's, yes. It's cultural. It's cultural. And I definitely think that the former enslaved Africans that we come from here in America, like a lot of the stuff that came up, it's just random shit that just became... Right. Tr- it just became law. What the fuck we need to know how to play spades and bid whiz and, and gin rummy? Well... But like, if you don't know how to play them, or like, if I went somewhere and I didn't even know what bid whiz was, I'd be embarrassing my mom. 
I went to Howard and didn't know what spades was and didn't know what bidwit. Still don't really know what bidwits is. They would and them sons of bitches wouldn't teach me how to play spades. And brought drinks. That's oh damn! And then you was the light skinned one. Bring the light. Tell the tell the old light skin to bring me a drink. <laughs> oh dang! Oh man! So, I've taught my children how to play spades in this last three weeks. Yeah, in the uh, I, when like, we were when camping when we were camping. Okay. Yeah. Did you tell them that how important it is in uh, Black American history? No, I didn't. I just taught them how to play spades. I did not qualify it as a part of a culture or anything like that. This is just... Well, see, I wouldn't qualify it as a part of a culture, but for me, when I teach the kids how to play spades, it's going to come with a long line of shit-talking that I have built up of the years. So if they're going to be playing beside me, they're going to have to know that once I've taught them, I'm going to whoop them. And that that comes from a long line of history of mamas and uncles and aunties. The funny thing is, my eight-year-old Karina, she was slapping cars down and stuff. Talking about bam, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's in the blood. <laughs> Man, that's mine. That's in my book. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. She was doing all yeah. that. I don't know. I think that. I think that. I think that. I maybe I just put so much weight on my on my own that. Because that that's where my lineage goes back to, I do put a lot of effort in my kids knowing about the history of American, black Americans. Right. I mean, that's fair. I just, I don't know. They know that their father is not American because I say it all the time when they talk about voting. I'm like, he can't vote. He ain't a citizen. <laughs> I just fell down. Wow, you ain't shit. <laughs> He's like, no, your daddy has no say in this. <laughs> he can't talk about it. <laughs> but, I mean, they know where he's from. They know where he's from. They know where they're from. And with our visit to Honduras, we had a conversation about how there are black people that look like you here. Mm-hmm. That could be your cousin's. And you know your cousins three times removed, but they are family. They, these are the people you could look like, that you look like, and mm-hmm. that you have a history. That it's all just not slavery and civil rights, right? You right. know, right. like like you are part of the diaspora, right? Right, and be proud of that, right? So I mean, in my own subtle ways, I think I hope that I'm doing enough. I think this is the way I was about academics last, ah, last episode. You crazy? This is mine? This, this is mine? <laughs> well, because it's in, like, okay. So there's, there, I go back and forth because there was one time that I was like, ooh, I think I'm fucking up. Because Agala was like, why does it have to be like that? And he was about seven or eight, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, be like what? And he was like, whenever... Um, a white person or somebody else has to do something, they're like, and I was like, okay. And he's like, but when a black person has to do it, it's like, what was he talking about? He was just talking about in general. Now, mind you, 
it was January leading into February, which means that Black History starts around right. January 15th, Martin Luther right. King. Right. So we started, we was in it. Right. We was full-fledged right. in it. So, so and he might have watched those civil rights stories and then just really took them in. But then this was also, those two years back, this was also when Tamir Rice was being, was being killed. Right. This is Mike Brown being killed. This is Sandra Bland. This is... Black folks in America are being hunted. Right, under attack. Under yeah. attack. And do I tell my my kid that everything's okay? Right. When I'm looking at him in fucking fear because right. he's going to be a six-foot, dark-skinned black man. Six-foot? Yes, nigga, why you keep your head on my kid's height? <laughs> Now it's time for Barely Bougie Parenting Hacks. Okay, our parenting hack this week is about teaching culture. And Tamara's going to go first because obviously from this episode, (laughs) I don't necessarily have a hack for this. (laughs) Well, okay. So um, my first hack is... (laughs) So like... Why are you shaming me? I'm not shaming you. <laughs> but, okay, so, movies, right? We watch old movies. Right. Um, Old black movies. Like, that's my little quick little hack. Because we'll watch something, and he'll be like, or they'll be like, um, isn't that the the grandpa from um, Blackish? Okay. But what... Black movies do you watch? Like The Wiz and... Uh, we've watched The Wiz. And I don't want no judgment on these titles that I'm about to tell you that I've watched with my kids. <laughs> okay. I'm fixing my face. We've watched The Wiz. We've watched School Days. I fast forward past some of the scenes on School Days. We've watched Do the Right Thing. Really? We fast forward a little bit on some of the parts. Okay. You know, if you cussing too much or if it's actual sex, maybe I'll fast forward, I'll fast forward past the actual sex. You know, but as long as nobody gets murdered, we can talk about it. We can well, we can watch it and talk through it. So, um, they've been around when Malcolm X was on, but we didn't watch the whole thing together. Right. Um, that's kind of, that's along with the It's just before. very long, too. Yeah. 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 Um, the New Edition movie, that's not like the same, but we watched that one. But like everything. The Cosby Show. The we different watched world. The, we watched Cosby Show and Cosby different Show world. in a different world. Um, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> so they saw like 20 minutes of it because you had to fast forward through a bunch. No. No, no, I'm just because it's done. There's no real killing. He was like, he was like, what happened to do is you got to use your hand. Use your hands. That's a good ass lesson to teach somebody. Tell them use your hands, not your fists. Oh, all the Eddie Murphy movies. Coming to America. Doctor Doolittle. Uh, just all of those. The Harlem Hercules, Nights. Hercules, Hercules. Oh, uh, uh, Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor One and Two. Um, <laughs> are we there yet? 
Yeah, I mean, those are kids' movies. Those are kids' movies, but I make sure that my kids watch some movies with black folks in them. Like, Jude, like, we're not gonna just not watch movies with black folks in them. So, okay. like, that's my little hack. And things will come up in the movies that we'll talk about. Because I also watch all the, like, B-rated movies, too. Like, um, I Got the Hookup. Oh, and, oh, like, yeah. That kind of stuff. And Tyler Perry. All of them. All of them. I mean, not, like, hardcore. Right. But if there's a Tyler Perry movie on, I know I can watch it with the kids. That's true. Most I, of them. For the most part. There's a few, I mean, even in the ones that are rated PG-13 or R, it's still a quick fast forward. Yeah. Or, a, okay. you know, like to get past. But in those, the reason I call it a hack for teaching culture is because things will come up and you'll have a conversation about it. Okay. That's fair. Again, I do not have a hack. I don't think. Well, I didn't have a hack for none of that other shit. The other times, you better think. <laughs> think about what you're trying to do to me. <laughs> I mean, your kids have a really unique rich. and enriched, like, cultural well, background if you wanted to, like... I don't think I use media to teach the culture, teach yeah. our culture. No, we're asking about your personal hack. That was my hack. I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, um, you guys look at a lot of pictures. Do you read a lot of books? Do we you guys read? tell a lot of oral stories? No, we don't do oral stories. <laughs> oh, no. Bitch. We, we do, I do read a lot. We do look at a lot of pictures. We, we have a lot of conversations. Um, what I do, one of the things that I pride myself on is that I never lie to my children. If they ask me something, I will tell them. I will answer the questions that they've asked me. Same. So, um... And then, you know, some of that comes up with, like, going to a black church, being in the black Girl Scouts, doing that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, or, like, even we have gone to a church on a day that our black church is closed. We went to another church, a Filipino church, and it wasn't even Filipino. It was just, like, a non-black church. It's multicultural. Mm-hmm. They was out at 1230 on the dot. We got there at 11.55 and we barely sat down and they were done. Because y'all was late. We was late. And the black church, they just be starting to talk. <laughs> Not even talk. They just, the choir just, just be sitting sat down. down. Just sat down. <laughs> they, just sat down. They be doing offerings. Somebody was tapping their head like this because they, <laughs> they had felt the Holy Ghost for a few hours. Well, we don't feel the Holy Ghost. Anymore. Oh, seven days, Dennis. Um, you don't feel him. He be there. He be there, but we don't. He don't make us dance. <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's a good hack. So wait, that wasn't a hack, though. No, no, no. So my hack is that you have conversations with your children, and you actually talk about, you answer the questions that they have, and you like. I don't. I don't shy away from the fact that we're black. Um, I don't know. That's my hack. When do you think your kids first were learned that they were black? Oh, right away. They knew they were brown. And we've had conversations. What the fuck does that mean? Well, because um, they've, they classified everybody in the classroom. Like the little mixed girl was um, peach. Well, not peach. She was tan. And my girls were brown. 
and then the the Hispanic kids, the the light skinned Hispanics were peach. Who and did this? Is the kids did this? Ariana did this. Oh, this is. And then Karina, she said she, for second grade. Yeah, she says I'm the only black black girl in my class. What's black black? I said, what about Zoe? She said, no, I'm the only black, black girl. And I turned around and looked at Zoe. Zoe is light-skinned. Her mama's black and her daddy is white. So, so she is the only black, black girl in her class. She's the only black, 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 black girl in her <laughs> class. Nigga, that's tough. Listen. <laughs> Shit. The parenting hack is answering the questions, though. But yeah. that's really the... I mean, that's... And that's... That's why when my son said... Do you care who I marry? And I said, No, I don't care who you marry. As long as he is sure as black. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Unlike my mama, who's like, Don't bring no white boy up in here. <laughs> they crazy. Like, oh, no. <laughs> listen, this is my mother's cultural experience, <laughs> cultural education. Every time we listen, she'd watch the 11 o'clock news, you know, back when there were only three channels. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the news, she'd go, them white people are crazy. And click it off. Turn it off. <laughs> mm, cut, no, not turn it off. Cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we really want to do is have kind of a book club. But not necessarily a book club. But we're going to review a book. We'll both read it. And we want to get you guys involved in it so that you can read it along with us and when we have the conversation you'll be able to follow along better so the book our first book is going to be hair story untangling the roots of black hair in america by ayana bird b-y-r-d and Lori tarps tarps i don't know i'll put it in in the show notes because Show notes. We got show notes. Hell yeah, we got show notes. We legit. We on iTunes, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, one of our big story. I mean, because we can't talk about being moms, specifically to black girls, without having this this conversation about hair, because it's a constant and huge part of mothering a girl, a black girl in America. Period. All over. I think that's global. No. No. They cut it off. They just cut it off. They just cut it off and then put wigs on. In in Nigeria, at least. No, they do not put wigs on the children's hair. Oh, on the children's hair. I'm talking hair. about mothering. <laughs> Hate it! <laughs> <laughs> Stay hating. So the book, what is the book about, though? Is it, um, have you read any of it? You looked at the back of it? What's it about? <laughs> what are we getting into? We don't know. It'll be a surprise for everybody. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so two weeks from this, the airing of this episode, we'll have the conversation on Hair Story, Untangling the Roots of Black Hair in America. Wouldn't it be cool if we were like, oh, yeah, and we're going to have the author on the book of the book on... <laughs> you work on that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we'll be talking about the book, Hair Story. Always remember, you're the right parent for for your your child. child.